Hi, I'm Esther. And I'm Chrissy. And you're listening to Roast and Toast, where we roast ourselves as much as any influencer we love or love to snark on. Join us each week as we laugh at ourselves, call out the internet trolls, and raise a toast to anyone who's ready to take their power back. up orches i hope you guys have had a fantastic easter or passover weekend hey orches welcome to another week another week of roast and toasts where we deep dive into the world of influencers and share our opinions as if anybody would really give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) i'm feeling so discombobulated today after easter yeah you were like worshiping like Jesus at the wedding, you know, keeping the wine flowing yesterday. So Girl, I feel like on brand. It was flowing. And like Nick and I, like, we weren't even planning. It was one of those unplanned days where my bestie texted me last week. She's like, Hey, are you guys doing anything for Easter? And I was like, No, we don't really celebrate Easter. And um, she was like, Do you want to go to brunch? And I'm like, Hell yeah, I'm down. So we went to this place. She's been there before. I've never been, but it's been on my like top top of my list and they had the most amazing brunch and they had these blackberry mimosas um, but the mimosas were like we both said it was like drinking or almost like a blackberry rosé oh that's nice. and you know i'm a rosé gal and i we were like let's have another one and then we were the conversation was flowing and it was beautiful out we were, we were like let's have another one and then you know, we're sort of winding down, but you know those afternoons when you're just having such a great time, you don't want the day to end. So we're like, let's I go back you. to your house. Yeah. And let's make Ambertinis. And it, I've never had one before. And she like raves, my girlfriend raves about them. And there it's like muddled strawberries and vodka and St. Germain and like grapefruit soda. It was amazing. It was I'm going to tip my hat off to your friend because those drinks looked like they were professionally made. So I just assumed. Yes. No, her husband made them for us. So she she got all the ingredients for it. She's made them before, raved about them, and he made us some drinks. And, you know, I had one too many. And now I'm feeling like the muddled strawberries at the bottom of the glass. That was me on Friday night because I went to Lace's um, album recording at the Punchline Comedy Club. Oh, is that where you, was that what it was for? Yes. And the reason why I couldn't post a picture of Lace and I is that, okay, so I should have known the Punchline is also where I would have my comedy writing classes where I performed my sets. And Alvaro, who works there, I... I don't know the way he bartends, the way he gets you your drink is literally like you'll drink a Cosmo and two hours later, you're like, what's happening? Like, why do I feel this way? Oh, Um, they're strong and deadly. Very strong and deadly. So I had one, I think I had two. I don't remember anything after 930. So Paul was with me. (laughs) So it was fine. But all the pictures you can, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) they're awful so um and it actually led me to i know i'm having surgery this week but i was like i think i'm gonna stop drinking for a little bit like i think i need to like i i've been getting to a point a lot where 
I went, I go from like having a cocktail and there's that point in the time where usually I would go, I'm good. I'll just have a water or like, you know, whatever, a coffee. And now I'm like, no, just like keep going. And I don't know if it's because I'm stuck in the house of my mother and everybody and I can't drive and I'm just like feeling like out of sorts. I don't know. But I'm like, I'm done for a little bit. I'm going to take a little breather, get through this stuff and be ready for Vegas. I know exactly what you mean. It's the point of no return. And like for me, I'm the opposite. I haven't been drinking a lot. And so it hits me like way harder than it normally would. And you know, when you're just feeling it and it's a beautiful day, it's just, it's flowing. And then you can't taste the alcohol. If it's a good spring, it's not covered in pollen and I know it's really hard, but I literally am like, I'm done. I didn't even have a sip of wine yesterday. Like I'm like, I'm done Saturday. Yeah. I was just, I'm not doing it. I know. I think I'm going to pretty much keep being done until, until Borch Fest. It's just, I don't know. I feel better. with Borch Fest, we should probably like, you know, be careful. Like have fun. But like, you know what I mean? We like, say that now. I don't want to be puking in the street. That's all I'm asking. Like, you know, I don't want to be puking, period. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Vegas. You know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. I know. I'm so scared. I'm like, should I do like one more day where I just like recover at Esther's house and not move? <laughs> seriously we're gonna need it we're gonna need it so funny paul's like just Uh, don't get drunk and ruin your acl again could you imagine no i will not i will not let that happen to you i mean they literally what the doctor today was like the only risk that you have i mean besides the normal surgery stroke death i'm like thanks so much he's like is um you have a higher percentage of hitting like injuring the other knee or re-injuring this one. Oh, God. Like, he goes first because it's just the way the body mechanics is. Like whatever oh. made you happen the first time can make you happen the second time. But whatever, enough about me. Surgery on Thursday, whatever. It's going to be amazing and there's no there's no ski hills, so you will not re-injure it. No, 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 no. I'll be totally fine. And, and I don't think I'm ever going to go skiing again. Fuck that. No, it's <laughs> really not fun. Um, okay, so let's get into our roast, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. So, okay, um, last week I had my lash appointment, and if you, if you, I mean, I know you know this, but anyone listening, if you guys know me, you know I am an early bird. I hate being late for anything. It it actual physically like gives me anxiety. So I always show up for everything like at least five minutes early, like if not 10, if there's going to be traffic. So my lash appointment is probably like, you know, a 20 minute drive. Sometimes there's traffic, sometimes there's not. So last week I left on time and I actually got there 10 minutes early and I was very proud of myself. I was like, I'm going to chill in my car, answer some DMs, watch some TikToks. So I'm sitting in my car and my lash girl texts me and she's like, Hey, are you almost here? And I was like, Oh yeah, she's probably, you know, wanting me to start my appointment early. And I was like, yeah, I'm here. I just got here. I got here a few minutes early. And she's like, your appointment was at at 1.15. And I thought it was at 1.30. Oh, no. When I tell you, I have never gotten out of my car and ran into a building. So it was like I was running into a burning building. Like that is how like, she's like, you're like running out of one. It's fine. And you're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) 
I was panicking because I hate, I don't know. I always feel like I'm going to screw up their schedule and like, you know, they have such a tight schedule and like, I want to respect their time and blah, blah. I was just a hot mess. She's like, it's all, she is so chill. She's so calm. And she's like, it's all good. It's okay. But we were laughing and I could not stop apologizing. Like it was, yeah. I love so that for, because you do have, I do agree though. Like the, the reason why people run late in the afternoon is because someone in the beginning ran late. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just, it's a thing. It's in my head. I've been conditioned, you know, my whole life. Like it's just my, one of my things. And so for me, it's like, it's a roast thinking that I was 10 minutes early when I was actually late. You're like, la la la, looking at TikToks. Oh yeah. Just taking, taking my time. Boop, boop. You're like dancing, twerking a little. La la la. It's last day. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my roast was from Thursday night. I went to, um, the Hawks game. We have season tickets and we love it. I love basketball. It's like my favorite sport to watch. So um, I was there and it's a, it's like a, it was a game. One of two that we needed the Atlanta Hawks needed to win to be able mm-hmm. to play in the playoffs. So they're like, okay. to be able to be the number eight seed. It's called a play in game. So okay. um, two teams are battling to play in the playoffs. So basically the loser team, like their season's over. So um, I'm there. It's a great game. Um, I love it. And I'm with Paul and I get up and the way that they have like the club that I have to go into is they'll get you to go under the tunnel and then you get Mm -hmm. to go into your club because it's kind of under the stands because it's like on the court. So it's really cool. Like, so I go down this tunnel, whatever. As I'm going down the tunnel, there's a guy walking towards me, like just the same, like you kind of can't help, but like if someone's walking out of the tunnel and you're walking in, whatever. And, um, so we kind of like walk into each other and we're kind of, I'm like, oh, oh. And I'm holding my glass and I look at him and he's got this chain on covered in diamonds, which is Atlanta, not unusual. You know, everybody pulls out like NBA to me is like high fashion when you go to these games, right? Yeah. I was like NFL, it's like sneakers and jeans. These people, these women look beautiful. Like everybody's like wearing stuff, whatever. And I look at the person and I realize it's Nelly. Oh. <gasps> Oh my God. What did you do? Um, I literally go, Oh my. And he looks at me and he smiles and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, I know. And he, (laughs) 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 but I was wigging out. And literally what was so funny is across the court, Jay-Z was watching the game and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And I'm like, but Paul Nelly's here. And he's like, he's like, um, yeah, okay, but Jay-Z's here, like Mr. Beyonce. And I'm like, no, like, but Nelly's here. Like <laughs> Nelly's the one. Okay, so wait, he touched you on your shoulder? Yeah, he touched me on my shoulder, like, because we're like doing that dance. You yeah, know have I mean? you washed your shoulder yet? Or is are you never washing it again? <laughs> I don't think I washed <laughs> that exact spot, but I definitely have washed around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you should just get a little like circle tattoo on the spot where he touched you and that like it never gets washed again. I hope one day I'm famous enough that when someone sees me, I just look at them and go, I know. No, literally Paul's like, he's doing that from now on. He was like, that's so, and I don't, and he didn't <laughs> say it like stuck up or anything because yeah. I was really like, oh my God like I'm doing that and he's like I know like 
he probably had run into like everybody at that point. But I was oh, obsessed. Funny. I mean, I was like, you are so like, he has no idea. So his album came out like right before I started ninth grade. And I mean, th that was like huge for us. Yeah, like, it was like a pillar in your childhood. Yeah. Like all of his albums were like coming out throughout my high school. So it was like, I mean, he has no idea how much I popped it to his album. <laughs> and I wanted you to were tell him. He was like quite literally formative in your youth. Yeah, he probably led me to my hove phase. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just for sure. And I just <laughs> wanted to tell him, like I was looking for him after that. Like where is he? You know, that's why it's like such a roast because I'm like looking for him. Like I wanted to let him know how much <laughs> songs meant to me. And if you listen to his country grammar oh. album, you're like, what the. It's all like popping music. That's but anyways, hilarious. I love that. That's I a just, great rose. I know it had been so long since we had. I have not gone to a game at all this season, so it it was so nice to like go. And I you forget like how freaking cool it is. Like now that COVID protocols are like you know not that strict anymore, you're yeah. kind of like right in the middle of it all, and I love it. I love it so much. But Amazing. I know. So that's my rose meeting Nelly. Um, I want to be like, underlay, underlay, mama, yeah, yeah. But he would have been like, what? <laughs> no, I feel like he would have probably started singing with you. Probably, especially because sure. I'm like walking with a limp. Like maybe he would feel bad for me. Like I was like, a, you know, <laughs> it's the funniest. Oh, uh, okay, let's go into our hot topic. So I know that we've got some really good ones, even though mm -hmm. all we've seen on our um, timelines and for you pages is Coachella. And I just want to say, um, I'm glad to be young enough to know what Coachella is, but also old enough to not want to ever fucking go. And I, I, I know I'm. We uh -uh. were talking about this. I'm like, Never. I coach. All I've seen on Instagram the last however long is Coachella or Easter egg hunts. Like there is no, there's yeah. no in between. It's just one of the two. And like. I don't know. I've 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 never been to Coachella. I've been to Stagecoach, which is at the same place that Coachella is, and it's just like I I feel like such a different vibe. It is and a different vibe. I mean, I, I feel like when I went to Bonnaroo and when I went to Hangout Fest and then when I go to Music Midtown, like it's not that vibe. Like there's not these people really wearing like festival outfits. However, I will say if I go into like the main crowd, they are wearing like the younger crowd will wear festival outfits. But you're yeah. like, it's Music Midtown. Like, it's not like Coachella. I, I feel so old saying this, but I would rather go to Couchella than Coachella. Like, let me let me watch it from my couch and just see all the outfits I need to see. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like with, with most music festivals, people are there for the music. And I feel like with Coachella, it's not about the music for the majority of the people. It's about the outfits. It's about the fashion. It's about the cute Instagram feed posts. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. And I, I want to say that it really broke my heart to see people watching Post Malone. And all you could see in the videos is other people holding their cell phones. And, I, yes. and I'm from the generation of like, put your phone down. like, And I'll actually like take a quick video, pick whatever you want to do, like as if we had a disposable cam, right? And then, yes. but, but back in our day, we couldn't bring cameras. No, we were there for the music we to had be to, in the yeah. moment. They would not and allow like, flash photography. You could not bring it. You couldn't do it, period. So you had to yeah. like not have it. And so I'm used to like getting immersed in the music, right? 
totally. And, and like, I don't do that. If I, no. And if I, if I he- am hearing like my favorite song or one of my favorite songs, I will take my phone out and record like, I don't know, a small portion, like the chorus of it or whatever. But it's, I've been to so many concerts in the past where I've literally watched the concert through my phone screen. And I decided like a long time ago, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to actually remember the, the concert or remember the music and be in the vibe and just like be in the moment of it. Exactly. I feel the same way because I, you know, we're going to go see Shania. So we got to be like we in are. the moment. I mean, of course we're going to have to film some stuff, but I, 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 I think it was weird because Post Malone, I think he was performing in front of the Revolve people, but I'm not sure if it was Revolve or Coachella. I'm not, I'm still not even sure how that shit works out. But it was literally like, you know, when you see people getting married and the photographer's like, can you please put your fucking cell phones up? Because yes. the aisle's just cell phones going down. Yes. It That's totally, what it looked like. I was talking about that with my girlfriend yesterday at brunch and we were like, it, it ruins it for people who are legitimately there for the music. It really does. And the artists, like... They're just being yes. recorded with phones the whole time. Like nobody's mm-hmm. just like singing along. Like, you know, you got to treat it like it's 3 a.m. And, and the acoustic guitar players playing, playing Green Day, time of your life. You got to just, or like, you know, do what it. was the, what was the festival back in the sixties or the seventies? Um, Woodstock. Woodstock. I watched a documentary on that. And like, uh, I mean, obviously completely different vibe. They never expected that many people to show up, but people were like, there to be there to be like in the music yes i feel like, I'm just, I feel like i sound like a broken record and i'm repeating myself what we was are. the drama okay <laughs> so, oh wait do you want to like talk wrong. about the coachella drama all right yeah let's talk about that since we're talking about yeah, it since we're already talking about that way we don't have to bring it up anymore is basically the drama and this is the part that i still don't understand like do you go to Coachella and then you go to Revolve or do you like, how are these two separate entities? And what I assume is they have a separate VIP lounge for Revolve people. No, actually, well, that's what I thought. But is it a separate festival? Yes, it's completely separate from Coachella. And I think it's like invite only, but apparently like, everyone was getting invites this year, even like micro influencers. And it's from what I understand. And again, I I could be wrong, but they revolve was like um, revolve fest. You go to that and then you get on shuttles that take you to Coachella. And so people were saying that um, they gave revolve fest, gave this like location of where to meet up for the shuttles, but they didn't give an actual address. It was like the corner of this and this. And I guess like, people were waiting in line to get on the shuttles for two hours or they were waiting in line to get into Revolve Fest for two hours. I'm unclear. I'm and unclear on, I know that on that. one girl, she waited, she did the whole Revolve thing, but then by the time she got to her Coachella gate, they told her that it was too many people to go to the Harry Styles show, so she couldn't go. Oh. was Harry Styles was at Coachella, right? Yeah. Okay. He went at Revolve, right? No, I don't know. Jesus. I, I, it, it's God, very confusing. I, I'm not doing is. a festival in the middle of a festival. I'll tell you that. No, no. But it's and, all like... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, so I think, I think the drama was wherever the line was, whether it was to get into Revolve Festival or whether it was to get on the buses, they were apparently saying that the influencers were like stranded out in the hot sun for hours with no water. People were comparing it to fire festival. 
And then I guess when the shuttles got there, there were influencers fighting over who was going to get on the shuttles first. They were, and they were saying like, don't you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God. See, Keiko, every, every episode. She's, <laughs> she's agreeing with us. She wants to be, we, we need to have her as a third host. Okay, so here's the deal. So Revolve Festival, okay, so Coachella starts like, like, okay, so Coachella starts in the evening, right? Like kind of late afternoon, evening. But if you want yeah. something to somewhere to go during the day, because you're in the desert, you go to mm -hmm. these other events. And so what Revolve did is during the day, they have artists perform while you're waiting to get into Coachella when it starts again. Got it. Okay. That makes way more sense. And yes. then it's like people who have performed have been like Cardi B, ASAP Rocky, those people. So I want to mm -hmm. say Revolve was where Post Malone was this year. Okay. Um, but like celebrities are there, like Kim Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, you know, these people like that. And so when you're an influencer and you get invited, you get to bring like one more person mm -hmm. and then you guys get to go. But here's the problem. Once it's ready to get on the buses to go to Coachella, you're screwed. Like basically if you wanted to go see an artist in Coachella because of this fiasco, like... Mm -hmm. I don't know if the buses were difficult even leaving or what, but one girl said that it took her forever. And then like by the time she got to Harry Styles, like to get into Coachella, they told her it was too many people. It was too late. Oh and my that's, God. that's the thing that's weird is I heard that Revolve like invited way too many people and they didn't have enough shuttles. And then the influencers were saying like, I don't, you know who I am. I'm more important. Like, all yeah, like they were fighting over who was the bigger influencer. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, this is ridiculous. Like you're out here crying and comparing it to Fire Festival. And I'm like, you've spent thousands of dollars on transportation, hotels, outfits, and you're out here like champagne problems. Yeah. Like <laughs> you really can't get on a bus before somebody else. And it's just so, somebody tweeted like only in California would influencers be arguing over who's more important. So who gets to get on the bus first? Isn't that it's crazy? Just, it is. It's I just, I don't know. I never want to do that because I feel like no. we're festival because it's during the day. Like, yeah, it's really cool. You get invited and you get to go to this. And some people go and they have zero issues. But I also yeah. think it's like the celebrities are mostly going to be there. Yeah. To like watch these other big names perform during the day. So like if you're Kendall Jenner, like you don't have to worry about your shuttle. No. No, because she's not taking a shuttle. But she's not an influencer, guys. Like, we've got to stop this whole, like, I'm famous because I show clothes online. I'm uh, sorry. Like, exactly. It's like if you have a million followers because you're an influencer, all of a sudden you're a somebody. And, and it's more like, than likely no. they're, like, mostly bought. Like, get real. You can't be, like, yeah. telling a million people are really fucking keeping up with you when you're not anybody it's, important. It's I'm the sorry. Influ influencer culture has just, like, gotten it's out of hand. And it's like, you know... It's really weird. It's, it, I'm sorry. And I, 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 I hate trolls. I hate mocking people on the internet. But I also feel like you have got to stop taking yourself so seriously. Yes, exactly. And if you were one of the influencers who were fighting over how popular you were, I'm roasting you. Like, that's it. There's no, yeah, it's, it's not that big. You're not that big of a deal. You're really not. And I love the <laughs> fact that the celebrities were wearing like normal clothes kind of this year like yes. and then the other people are like decked out of these festival outfits and i'm like oh my gosh 
it, next weekend, they're all going to switch it up. Like the celebs are probably going to come out in the costumes and the girls are going to yes. want to be like them. And so they're going to be normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is why this is like influencers get, they do, they get a bad rep from the trolls, but this is one of the reasons of why normal people think that influencers are so unrelatable because of this shit. Well, it to me is like, yeah, it's very unrelatable, but also I really appreciate the people who are like Instagram versus reality. Like, you know, this is not real. Like this is what I had to deal with just to get here. And actually who was it that posted about that? Um, Let me find her. Um, I sent it to you, but like now I can't find who it is. Do you know who the influencer oh, is? Oh, yeah, I think I remember who, uh, I don't remember the name. I think I remember the video. Hold on. One of my, while you're looking for it, one of my favorite people to watch at Coachella is Remy Bader. She's just, I think yeah. she's funny and she doesn't take herself seriously. And she was sort of like, I'm just standing out here alone in a field filming myself. So like, stay tuned. Stay tuned for my Coachella for my Coachella concert. Okay, here we go. Morgan Dot Yates. She said social media versus reality. To get to Revolve Fest, you wait in these shuttle lines for legit hours because for some reason you can't just walk the five minutes down the road to enter. They turn you away. So they're waiting hours just to even get into Revolve. Okay. Wow. They have nowhere. I know, right? They have nowhere close enough to but buses for the number number of people they invite. One bus came every 15 minutes with hundreds of people in line getting longer by the second. Wow. Things eventually went full World, and in order to even get on a bus, you had to hop the barricade when one arrived and fight your way through the claustrophobic mob to the door. <laughs> I would what? like I would like to take a step back and say 10 people did not die. So no, it is not like World, but yes, the mob was scary and claustrophobic. So whatever wow. I'm claustrophobic. So the second I'm, I'm not, I'm not climbing a barricade to get through people. And no, so she must have been very shaken up having to like, feel like she has to fight her way. Right. The so, only thing I will be climbing on again is my couch. Exactly. So she <laughs> said, um, claustrophobic mob to the door. We were shaking and trying not to cry when we finally got on after how aggressive and honestly dangerous the whole situation was. Everyone on our bus was shaken up and saying how they don't even want to be there anymore. So remember that when you see everyone's contracted post this weekend. This event was a hot mess when I came two years ago, and I don't know why I thought it'd be any different. So I that that I mean, she's Lily. You know what that you know what that feels like when you feel like people are pushing and shoving, and you know, we're, like my son can go into like they went to Music Midtown and they were in general. And they wait in line mm-hmm. for hours. Like they wait in up at the front of the stage for hours. There's yeah. crowds of people, right? You know, mm-hmm. like when you're young enough, you're like, hell yeah, I'll do it all day, right? Yeah, exactly. Tour, you know, we'll do it. Warp war. Uh, what is it? Warp warp world. Was warp it? tour. Warp tour. You know what I'm talking about. Why does they warp world? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But you're yeah. like, like we were we were young, so we were like, yeah, I love it when everybody's all around me. Fuck that now. Could not, you could not pay me. Hell no. So, I mean, when, when Nick used to go to metal concerts, he would be like in the pit. Yes. With people getting broken bones. Now, no, no longer. I'm too old for that. No. Absolutely not. So it was crazy. And, and they, you know, apparently like after a little bit, once they get there, the influencers are happy again. They're, they're hydrated. They're told that they're great. <laughs> 
they're better than everybody. And then magically the influencers are like, oh, I feel so much better now. Thank you so much. Oh God, the world of influencers. It was so frustrating. Okay. So moving forward, um, I would like to discuss um, the really cool TikTok that at the Monday Best videoed, filmed, posted, whatever. (laughs) What? Nothing. I was laughing? like, I'm laughing at you trying to get it out. <laughs> I'm dying. I, I think love I had you. like a burp on my throat. Like, I don't know what oh, was going I love on. You. Uh, okay. So, at the Monday Best, went on uh, TikTok, filmed a video, posted it, and she's talking about shopping hauls. And she's like, literally, it used to be an influencer sharing a shirt or pants mm-hmm. or shoes. And now they're sharing like, Here's your spring wardrobe. Here's my beach resort wardrobe. Here's my fall. Here's my this. And it's a full-on wardrobe. So yeah. She, yeah, she was talking about it. And it was very, very awesome that she was so... She said, I can't do that. Like, I can't... Like, I cannot do that. And then at the end of the video, she says, and I'm, I'm a lawyer. Like... <laughs> Like, yeah, she said she has two jobs. She's a lawyer and a college professor. Like she teaches a law class at a local college. And she's like, I can't make the numbers work to be shopping at the rate that I see these influencers shopping. And she was like, I want to have a conversation about this because I was feeling so down about myself that I couldn't afford like she's, she said, it's constant. Always I'm scrolling on TikTok and it's all I see is these massive hauls. It's not just like a sweatshirt here, a pair of pants there. It's like you said, like full brand new wardrobes. And she was just, she's like, I had to take some time away from the app. Like it was getting to me. And she's like, I wanted just to say this out loud just to see if I was the only one. And people really agreed with her in the comments. And I agree with her too, because you know, what's also disheartening is like, then you have these like major closet sales and like the bloggers will get together and you pay mm-hmm. to go in and shop their closet. Yeah. Oh my um, God. Hold on. Just no. a second. Do you hear someone? No. Oh my gosh. <gasps> what? Okay. Let's talk about this drama real quick. Did you hear a bunch of horns honking? No, I didn't. I heard a siren earlier. Legit. This devil dog. I'm sorry. I love dogs. Okay. I love dogs. Not a devil dog, but like a devil dog. Do you know what I mean? A devil dog. A very bad dog. Okay. Listen to this. Okay. Side note. I'm so sorry, but the UPS truck almost hit this dog outside of my window. (gasps) And the UPS truck now blaring their horn. And it's this dog that always finds a way to get out of the damn house. Oh my God. And I'm sorry, Esther. You and I are dog owners. How the fuck do you do that? How does that happen? How does only if the dog is like in the backyard and can escape, how does it get out of a house? Exactly. And all the time. I'll Liam's trying to drive. What? David's trying to drive. It's our next door neighbors. They're very sweet, but it's also like get it together. If your dog is an escape artist, you have to do things. You have to be on top. You have to be vigilant. Like when Keiko was a puppy, anytime we would open the door, Mm -hmm. she would try to bolt out. And one time she actually did. That was the end of it. No more. You take precautions. I'm sorry. I hate for that squirrel, but I literally almost witnessed a massacre out there. Poor UPS guy too. Oh my God. I can't believe that happened. Like right in front of you while we were recording. While we're recording. I I just heard it. And then like I look up and there's a, there's 
damn dog. I'm telling you. Oh my God. <sighs> Anyways, I apologize. Okay. Back. No, to that. you're fine. So she, yeah. So she was just saying like, um, does anybody else feel the way that I feel? And she, some people were saying like, oh, these brands send these, send influencers hundreds of dollars worth of things. And she's like, no, she's like, I'm not talking about the big mega influencers. I'm talking about the, like, even the micro influencers are doing this. And she's like, I just don't understand how, like, it's, it's financially possible. And, um, so she says it's just baffling. And some, some of the comments were saying like, you know, it's debt. They're all in credit card debt or, you know, it's just, some people were saying, I needed to hear this reassurance. Like, I'm not the only one. But some people were saying, well, I feel like these influencers just send the clothing back. And she's like, that's fine. But I want to see transparency on that. I want them to sh not only show us the hauls, but tell us like, oh, I'm sending 90% of this back if they are. Because it's just, it just seems so unattainable for the average person, even though she has like two really good jobs. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, people were saying like, it, it worries me for the environment. Um, I'd rather spend money on like travel and experiences. Um, people were also saying like, isn't minimalism a thing right now? And you do see some influencers talking about that, but yeah, she's right. It's, it's like these constant, like over the top hauls. And this is a topic that will like always be a topic always and forever whenever there are influencers, because that's their job is to like shill things. But I guess she's saying like, where's the line and where's the transparency for those of us who can't afford to be do shopping like a hundred items from Aritzia every week. I agree with that completely. Like we don't have the ability financially to, to be able to do that. Like I don't, I mean, you no. know, and, they, it, and it's a lot because then they go back and they go, Oh yeah. So, you know, we're going to, um, we're going to do a closet sale. And I'm like, well, don't you even like the clothes that you buy? Like what makes you want to get rid of them by the time the season's over? Yeah. And a lot of those clothes that they sell at their closet sale, when they're trying them on, they're like, oh, this is my favorite. Oh, I love this is my favorite. Oh, this is my favorite. And it's like, you're selling all of the things you said that were your favorites. Yeah. I, and like now we can't wear the same outfit again. Yeah. Like re, yes. Like rewearing the same outfit. Like I, we all do that in real life, but like, if you're going to post it on Instagram, you can't be seen in the same outfit that's six pictures down from your latest post. You know what I mean? And I want to buy the things that the influencers I follow are posting, right? I want to support them. However, it does, it can be a bit too much. It can be a, a lot of fast fashion, which we're starting to understand that with climate change, with taking care of the environment, fast fashion is also an issue. That's why like mm -hmm. it becomes a problem. But also I don't want to buy something. And then two months later, you're like closet sale. I'm selling this for like $2 and the rest is going to be donated. And you're just like, okay, like it's weird. Like, and yeah, like it, it is weird. Yeah. Like it makes people feel like they can't keep up. And I think that's what she was one of her like points that she was trying to make is like, it makes her feel, it makes people feel like inadequate. And I, I feel like, you know, we should never put that much weight into influencer culture to let what other people are able to attain affect how we feel. But for some people, 
it does happen. And I think for those people who do, who are affected by it, who do feel bad, who feel like they're less than if they can't afford everything that they're seeing their peers purchasing. Um, I think they just, they want transparency. And that is one thing that we just don't really see is people really saying how much of it they keep, how much of it was gifted, how much of it they're going to resell, how much of it they're going to send back. And I think it would be cool to see more in that side of things. Like a behind the scenes thing, because you're like, okay, the influencer, if they're reselling it, obviously they understand they can't sustain that financially either. The numbers don't match for them either for them to keep every single item of clothing Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. they're buying or gifted or whatever. Um, And I would like to see, maybe I need to do research and if you guys know of anybody, but I want to see people who also have time capsule wardrobes. Like I think those are really important of like things that are classic that you can keep in your closet that will sustain, you know. Yeah. I was going to say something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. Okay. Well, last you know, oh, and they're classic good pieces, like a good, bla- here's what you need in your wardrobe, no matter what, you need a good blazer, you need a good jean jacket, you need a good, you know, and do that, that would be really cool. Um, you know, because there's people, you know, who are posting like $300 dresses and, you know, also like $17 dresses, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so. someone, that's actually so perfect that you brought that up because, um, someone who we love, Kenzie, Kenzie Crouch, styling with Kenzie on um, Instagram and TikTok. It, literally, that's how she's building her brand. She is the capsule wardrobe queen and she is she teaches women what pieces to buy, how to mix and match. She has a whole series on like how to shop for your body, how to build a capsule wardrobe, how to not shop specifically for quote unquote work clothes, like how to shop for clothes that you can both wear to work and in everyday life. And um, I really love what she's doing because it she's not all about trends. Her wardrobe is like, I think 80% capsule and like 20% trend, I, something like that. And I love that. I love that about her. And I know like, there's more of that style yeah, of influence. I want to find more like her, but she's a really, really good one because she's like, th- that's her entire identity is teaching women how to like turn less into more, buy less, but make more outfits with it. So I love it. I love yeah, that. And that's also know. like the sample life with me and stuff where she like goes through people's closets and her whole job is to like curate what they already have. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that's important. That. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing. And I think it was nice to have someone who literally has like, you know, career and is trying to keep up with it and going, I can't, I can't just buy like 16 pieces off Vici, you no, know, just it's not sustainable. It's not realistic. Hall. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not. Um, okay. Let's talk about a, to me, <laughs> the Kardashians of, of the Mormons. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yes. Let's talk about the Scalas. Let's talk about the Parcel, Rachel Parcel's family. Um, my favorite sister, hands down, is Amy Scala. I don't know if you guys follow her, but I feel like if you follow the Scala sisters, you're always going to find Amy to be your favorite. 100% hands down. Hands down. And she knows it. The other sisters know it. They all know it. She's the favorite, right? Yeah. Um, her stuff 
made me laugh so freaking hard. I, I love all of her stories. Um, she, it, it was hilarious. She did a Q and a recently and she was discussing, people were asking her like, you know, who's her favorite brother, you know, brother-in-law, like who's this? And she would talk about like, well, you know, Drew's the brother I uh, never had. He like picks on me. Sometimes he takes it too far or whatever. She says like one of the other brothers triggers her. And (laughs) she was, she leaves no stone unturned and she will, is not afraid to call her sisters out. And she is not afraid of screenshots. Somebody asked what makes Michael mad? What Michael is her dad. Uh And she was legit showing screenshots of him saying like, Amy, what the hell? Return APL and Nords and Ulta, et cetera, et cetera. Now exclamation mark, exclamation mark. And he was like, Amy, what the hell is Varsity TV? Hit my chase card that I never used for $168. Cancel it now. Like she was showing all these screenshots of him noticing money that she spent on his cards and him like freaking out at her and telling her. And Michael's the dad. So Michael's their dad. And so (laughs) she said, she's like, and it's really hilarious because he's like, who who was that? And she goes, I don't know who that was. Maybe it was Ford. Like she'll blame it on Rachel's little kid. <laughs> and he's like, well, Ford better return things now. And so she, um, she said, oh. Shannon made me delete this. So I blocked her. Shannon's her mother. So instead of <laughs> deleting it, she just blocked her mom. Someone, because someone asked what makes Shannon mad. No, no. That was under the Michael story. What makes Michael mad? She said, Shannon made me delete this, so I blocked her. Oh, 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 I see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got confused. And then (laughs) someone said, what makes Shannon mad? And it goes here and she goes, delete this or you are disowner. Because I think he said, what the hell? But I don't see it. Oh, yeah. What the hell is our TV? Return APL. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, what is so bad about it? She goes, I swear I'll never speak to you again. She's like, okay, great. So she's re- so she's literally sharing screenshots of texts between her and her mom, and her mom is freaking out because Amy posted a text of the dad saying "What the hell?" And so the mom, in all caps, is like, yeah. "Delete this, or I'm disowning you." And she's like, and this- she says, "Take it down. It shows dad swearing. Stop. I want it off. I don't care. Please take that down. It's so embarrassing. I specifically asked you not to put up stuff that is controversial with your dad." And she goes, "I love how Michael saying the H word is controversial. Like this girl is savage. She has no like no shame, no qualms. She's just straight up like she no matter." Said- I know she said in her stories that they asked her like to describe the sisters or whatever. She said that actually everybody says that Emily is the mean sister, right? That nobody really likes her, but actually Emily was the nice sister to her. She said that (laughs) Rachel threw a go-go boot at her head because she, she told a boy that she had a crush on her. She, um, Rachel said she also has no idea like how to not speak loudly. Like it's just weird. (laughs) And she said that she's also, her voice is, Rachel's voice is inside her head and she's going to send her, her, um, her bill for, I guess, um, uh, I guess the ear doctor. And then, um, she said that Megan used to steal her bra before school. So she rates them on like, who's nice and who's not. 
<laughs> it's just so funny because we see this family, like you said it perfectly, that they're the Kardashians, like the Mormon Kardashians, and everything is like Rachel is the Kim Kardashian. They're so perfect. Their feeds are amazing. And Amy is like the potster who's going to like show us the behind the scenes of this. Because we all love to see the chaotic real life behind these perfect families. We really do. And I, and they're also like, they're very religious. So they're, you know, they don't drink. They're, there's so many things that they can't do that they would, they choose not to do for, you know, to honor their religion. But it's so funny because she's like that. I love that too, because they're, it just shows like the benefits of having that big kind of family, you know, like yeah, they're like, to me, I like them all, but Amy's my favorite because she doesn't care. She doesn't care. And she's the most relatable because of that. Yeah. And she's because- like, she it hasn't moved out of her house, right? Does she live on her own? Maybe she does. I don't, I don't think so. I don't actually know. I'm not sure. I mean, they're all right there. You know, I just maybe she just like spreads apps. her time. It's gold. Whenever you can get screenshots of the real shit that's going on, it's gold. It's so funny. Yeah, because she's like, <laughs> what makes Shannon ha- mad? Me having an Instagram. And she proceeds <laughs> to show all the screenshots. <laughs> it is the best. So Amy Scala is like, my favorite. Me too. Um, I think they need a reality show, but whatever. Um, yeah. I would fucking watch that. I don't care. Call me oh, a fangirl. Call me a loser. Day. I don't care. I can watch it all day long. Um, <laughs> well, now it's time to go to our favorite part of our show. Now, listen, we like to play this game and it's called Two Trolls and a Lie. And Esther and I will go through and we will find um, troll comments on snark sites and we will pick two and then we'll make up our own and we read them off to each other and try to see which one can guess the lie. So um, we also post this on a poll and you know, sometimes I'm really good about it. Sometimes I'm not. I'll be totally honest (laughs) (laughs) because we want you guys to play along. But um, all right. So Esther, would you like to go first? Yeah. Okay. So number one, It irritates me to no end to see these influencers spending hundreds of dollars on frivolous Easter baskets just to take a cute pic for their feed. Their kids already have so many material items, so why not donate instead? Number two, the $400 bouncy house screams Easter for sure. I hate that Easter is now basically spring Christmas. Number three. Imagine being so pathetic that you're wearing a Zimmerman dress to go eat at Olive Garden on Easter Sunday. This hick wouldn't know good food if it smacked her in the face. She's such a clown. Three's the lie. Nope. Oh my God. I know. Three is about MGEM. No. Yes. Apparently she wore a Zimmerman dress and went, they had brunch at the Olive Garden. Well, I mean, she lives in smack dab in the middle of nowhere. That's how she could get a big house. Everybody then, knows that. Everybody knows that. Everybody trick. knows you live that. in the middle of nowhere. You build yeah. a castle. I mean, yeah. you know, and then you you live like where they're trying to sell the rest of the plots. Like she never shows her side yards. Mm-hmm. Um, number four was Gal Meets Glam. And actually number one was The Lie. Really? Yes. And disclaimer, it's called A Lie. Because we make it up, but it's also a lie because I 100% do not believe in the lie that I just wrote. I just wanted to make it sound trollish. I am here for the Easter baskets. I'm here for the frivolousness of it. I love it. Okay, me too. I do love Easter baskets, but I just assumed the subject matter, you know? Yeah. Okay. That means it was a really good lie then. 
It was a great line. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's mine. All right, okay. number one. I've never heard of her blog, Graham, before today. And can I just say, what in the allure of antebellum, Civil War era, war widow, desaturated, colorless, unnecessarily ruffled, ugly pattern wallpaper nonsense did I just see? <laughs> what the hell did I just I hear? <laughs> number, uh. number two. You will never find me in the middle of the desert with zero cell surface being a try hard for the bachelor celebrities frolicking around in a thong, especially after the last Revolve fiasco. These people are morons. Oh. Number three. That being said, she is the worst. She got married last year and her husband is completely filthy rich and old as fuck. She slipped right into that lifestyle quick and isn't afraid to tackly post it all. Private planes, new outfit for everything, etc. <sighs> Number two is the lie. God, I hate you. I'm really oh bad at this now. <laughs> No, I really, oh, shoot. That was my so favorite. That was this. my favorite one. No, my favorite one was number one. All oh, yeah. fucking day. Actually, what in true, the world? True. I was literally like, Wait, read, what? That, this- read that one more time. Because that was funny. Okay. I've never heard of her blog, Graham, before today. And can I just say, what in the allure of antebellum, Civil War era, war widow, desaturated, colorless, unnecessarily ruffled, ugly pattern wallpaper nonsense did I just see? <laughs> Who is that about? Born on fifth. That shit's fucking funny. I don't care who you are. That's funny. Oh my god, it was so oh, funny. I mean, I I literally was like, geez, Louise, you I don't even know like you don't have to know anybody to read some of these comments. And some of them you're like, you know, this person really like speaks fluent sarcasm. So it's like yeah. funny, right? Like they're yes. intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. The bad part is they they write on these snark sites, but like if we were to take that out, you know, eh, it's kind of funny. I don't know, whatever. It was funny to me. Um, it was just, it was just very like specific. Like if you don't follow this person, which I don't, like it's very specific. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I can almost see it in my head, right? <laughs> um, and then number three was about, is it? Preta Newporter. I don't know how to say it. I don't know. Oh, it, I've seen the. Some comments about that. Newporter? I'm not sure. I don't know who it is, but I have seen the comments about them. Oh, did you make that up? Oh, no. I said that I've heard her name before, but I don't know who she is. Yeah, me neither. I don't know her. I couldn't pick her out of a crowd, but you know, good for her. You yeah, know, good for her. Whatever. <laughs> um, so this is also, you know, it's fair. We're going to roast ourselves. We're going to roast some people. It's only fair that we raise a toast to the some people that we've found on the internet, on the whatever, social medias, whatever. What, what would you say? Multiple social media platforms on, on yeah. the internet uh, because they could be from TikTok. They could be from Instagram. Usually they're from Instagram or TikTok. I agree. Let's, we're not going to pull up anybody from Facebook. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but wh- who's your toast today, Esther? My toast today is a TikTok girl and I'm probably going to butcher her last name. It's at author Abby Jimenez. I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. So, I would think so. she's really cool. Um, she actually was on um, a, a baking. Okay. So she started this bakery like out of her home and then um, called Nadia cakes. And then she has gone on to win a bunch of awards from food network. 
Um, oh, wow. Yeah, she's been on like Food Network baking competitions. And then she also is an author. She writes books. I think they're like fiction, like romance. I believe I've never read any of them. I want to now that I'm discovering this. But my favorite part is on um, on TikTok, she has this whole series where she roasts her... She reads comments where people have roasted her dog. So she has these two dogs and people will roast her dogs in the comments whenever she posts them on... (laughs) on on tiktok and they're hysterical i think she's on like roasting my dogs on episode 35 or something like that wait are there are there something wrong with her dogs no that she will just post videos of tiktoks of her dogs and um like their names are tess and and stuntman i think and um so whenever she posts them stuntman mike is one dog and tests is the other. So whenever she posts videos of them, people will roast her dogs in the comments. So she has made a whole series now reading or roasting the dogs. If that makes any sense at all. We'll post one on our Instagram so you can know what I'm talking about. But in the latest one that she did, um, these were some of the comments. Uh, Tess looks like she rolls her own cigarettes. (laughs) Um, stunt ma- stuntman Mike's tongue is a bologna slice. Oh my god! <laughs> Tess looks like a Victorian chimney sweep. Um, <laughs> what? Te- stuntman Mike looks like he wants to solve the wordle, but he doesn't know any five-letter words. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tess looks like she would smell like a nursing home. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Tess looks like she puts raisins in her potato salad. Ah! <laughs> stuntman Mike looks like a kid who would get into a stranger's van and Tess looks like the stranger driving the van. (laughs) Oh my God. That is hilarious. It's she's so funny. I love that. She's turned this into an entire series. And you know, our half of our show is about roasting ourselves and other people. So when you find someone who can roast their dogs and make it hilarious, I will toast her all day long. You've got to go check out her Instagram. She's so great. That is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to have to check her out. Yeah. Well, Speaking of romance novels, mm-hmm. my toast is also the same sister we just got done talking about, which is at Amy Scala, just because I just like her. Okay. Ah, great toast, Chrissy. That's a solid toast. Thank you. And the reason being is that I found her hilarious, not only in her Q&A, but when she was talking about her... Um, one of Michael's texts was asking her like to stop downloading all of the romance novels on his <laughs> Kindle account <laughs> because one of the brother-in-laws has access to that Kindle account and he will like download a book and then like I guess using his account and then like Venmo him the money or something like that for using his points. I don't know how that all works. I haven't had a Kindle in years. But she downloads like romance novels so it pops up under his account. <laughs> But people were asking her her favorite romance novels, and she said she likes to read the ones about like the mafia, like these series. Oh, and she's like, you have to be okay with no feminism. Like apparently, like she like gives like a trigger warning, like trigger warning. Oh, there's my no God. feminism in here. <laughs> like the. <laughs> But she talks about it. And you have to think about how conservative this whole thing is that she's reading like romance novels. So he asked her to stop because, you know, 
he's like Taylor. I get. I think that one of the brother in laws is Taylor, where he like basically is seeing all of her stuff. So I just found it to be hilarious. We love a good romance novel, okay? Like, listen, give a girl a break, okay? Like she, it, honestly, yes. Yeah. Like, Amy is the gift that keeps on giving. She really is. So it was hilarious. And she can give you like her recommendations for the romance, the smut. <laughs> the the smut. smut. That would be I good. Love it. Um, <laughs> so toast to you ladies. And it's funny how we didn't prepare that, but we're on brand for that. We, there's we the, really there's are. A, we, we did not even plan that for a second. There was a toasty theme on that. Mm, there was. Um, Okay, so before we go, I want you guys to know that I'm having surgery. So we're not going to have an episode next week. Recovery week. Next week is recovery week. That is all we're going to focus on. Yes, because I don't know what my recovery is going to be like. I've been told it can go one of two ways and... I just need to like get through this and then we'll know. But um, before that, since you're going to be pissed at me for not getting on uh, pain medication and <laughs> getting on here, please, we have a hotline. You can call us and air your grievances. Um, and it's 757-TEA-TIME. It's our tea time line. We, um, we love all your voicemails. It's anonymous. We disguise your voice. I don't even know who calls in. It, I don't even know the number. We just hear the voicemail and that's it. Also, if you don't like your voice, you can also um, send an anonymous text to that same number. You can also join our Facebook group and at Roast and Toast Podcast. Answer some questions. Don't be a dude. I'm sorry. Love no and dudes allowed. Yeah. Um, answer some questions so we know you're not a bot. And then um, you can leave an anonymous discussion in the group that will protect your identity if you're not ready to... Um, unveil your inner troll and then um (laughs) and you can also send us dms to our instagram account at roast and toast podcast esther and i have access to both so if we both get excited sometimes we both respond and then you don't know who the hell is talking to you but it's very fun um yeah we try to sign our names but sometimes we just it, yeah. it it's really funny when we both reply at the same time and it looks like we're just like one so weird person <laughs> <laughs> one weird person just like reply after reply after reply but it's it's both of us so. but it's really us and you know it's fun yeah. so what i also want to say is um if you have the time and you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, go in, leave a review. They they rely heavily on reviews. I don't know why. That's why I prefer Spotify, but whatever. I don't make the fucking rules. Yeah. So get on there, leave a review. If you want to leave a comment, great, cool, whatever. Um, and we are available on all podcast platforms pretty much. We correct? are. Yes, yep. we are. So... Um, that's it for this week. And I really hope you guys had a great Passover. If you're celebrating Passover, happy Easter. If you celebrate Easter and, um, um, you know, well, if you are the praying type, pray for my surgery. It's Thursday. I'm a little nervous. Uh, and yeah, good vibes, good vibes for Christmas good surgery. Vibes. And we will see you guys in a couple of weeks. And until then, keep rubbing out the hate and holler. If you need some lube. Bye, Borches. Bye. Bye.